Lionel Messi! Oh, oh my God. SAEF cast. Palatelli, Aguero! Oh. SAEF cast. Forrest Thierry right there to the area, gets the crossing, Hawk is there, heads it down, Dino! Football talk right in your ears. Kicks it forward and says it! Hey there guys, welcome back to Safcast. Uh, we're obviously here with me, myself, Gaz. I'm joined by, as usual by my co- uh, co-hosts, Nico, everyone's favourite Swede, chair of the Zlatan Ibrahimovic <laughs> fan club. Uh, we've also, <laughs> we're here with uh, Birmingham's answer, Colonel Sanders as well, <laughs> Josh. We're also joined tonight by... Um, the big man himself, the the CEO and the head of uh, of SAF. When you say CEO, that just makes CEO. me feel, I don't know, silly. <laughs> I don't know why either. The king of sort of suit, you know. <laughs> uh, you've hung the suits up, haven't you, I suppose? I have, mate. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, in fairness, they're, they're hung up probably permanently because I don't fit into them anymore. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to a wedding next month and I tried my suit on the other day and I, I, long story short, I've got to buy a new one. I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> How are you doing, Callum? What's going on? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Yourself? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. We're getting there. It's been a bit of a hectic week with work, but um, I'm off today. I'm off again till Friday now, so I'm just having a chilled one. It's going to be good. Oh, nice. Um, nice. Yeah. yeah. So for those those that don't know, right, who are you? What What is SAF and, and how did it start? <laughs> so, um, you know, SAF is a hobby that's probably got a little bit out of control, if I'm honest with you. <laughs> yep. um, Josh, Josh, who's on the podcast now, he, he, he can tell you as well, but um, we started it coming up to three years ago. Yeah. And realistically, how, how I started, I used to be part of a couple of Facebook groups and I'd sort of comment on bits to do with Ultimate Team. I was, I was a fan more than anything. Um, and I, I started writing these player reviews. Yeah, and uh, which is ironic, really, because I'm, I'm quite dyslexic. <laughs> so, for some reason, I thought you know, written things—that—that's that, that, a great way to start. <laughs> so I used to write out these sort of thousand-word essays, and I'd post them across a different couple of different Facebook groups, and I sort of built a little bit of attraction from it. Um, and from that, what, what somebody said to me once was, "You know what? You really need, Cal. You need somewhere where people can read all of these." Because I, I, I look for your reviews most days, but. Um, I have to search in the groups and stuff to see if you post anything. It'd be much easier if it was all in one place. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what I did was I made a, a Facebook page and I started posting on there. What I, I didn't realize, being a little bit naive, is the owners of these Facebook groups, these big Facebook groups at the time, didn't like that I was, uh, in effect, advertising a, another page. I didn't think anything of it. I just thought, you know, I'm, I'm making a bit of content and trying to share it a little bit. And I found myself within the space of a week kicked out of the majority of these big groups yeah. within FIFA. Now, these groups, anyway, they weren't particularly well moderated. They weren't run very well. You got a lot of people that were scamming in there. There was racism. Facebook have done a lot to clean that up um, over the last sort of 12 to 24 months. But at the time, it was rife within these groups. Um, so myself, uh, I think Josh was there at the time at the very beginning as well. And a, a couple of others who said, well, look, you know, why don't we just make our own group? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it, it, it started purely from that. So I, I used to write my reviews on the page. Then we set up uh, a group and we kind of set up this this Facebook group, which grew really, really quickly because it wasn't just us on Facebook that were slightly miffed by not having a, a well-ran group. Um, you know, I think it was quite, it, it was commonly accepted that there was nothing decent on Facebook at the time. Um, and so we had this well-run, moderated group on Facebook, and it, it, it grew the first sort of three to four months. It grew from zero members, or you know, five, ten, you include ourselves, um, up to eight, ten thousand. Wow. Um, it really took off, and it, it was at that point we went, well, okay, this is the starting point. Where, where can we go from here? You know, what skills have we got? <laughs> you know, we all do different things within FIFA. So some people were playing the game, some people were trading, some were doing reviews, and you know, what, what, what can we develop with this? Um, to actually do something useful in in, in the FIFA scene, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's kind of where it started from. 
and it's it's kind of just taken over my life from there. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, as, as I sort of alluded to there, you've hung the suits up. You've, you've given up your full time job. Uh, this is Saf's now your your baby, I suppose, isn't it? Like it's hundred percent, oh, man. I mean, try to try to persuade the wife that that was a good idea at the time. Yeah, I mean, there was me as a financial advisor. I'm, I'm not shy to talk numbers, but at the time, I was earning fifty five, sixty grand a year, depending on bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, as a financial advisor, we had a comfortable lifestyle, and then <laughs> obviously she knew things were, were, were growing and the streams and bits that I've, I've been doing ever since are doing all right as well. But for me to say to her, "Yeah, I'm going to play FIFA full time for a living," that game that you can't stand, <laughs> <laughs> it just went down like a lead balloon. She's like, "What? You want to stay at home and play FIFA whilst yeah. I go out to work?" And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm living every 15 year old's dream right now." <laughs> exactly. You know, this is it. She's like, "Is this a midlife crisis at 27? Is this what's happening?" Is <laughs> I mean, I can imagine it was a bit of a, a conversation. I remember when I started streaming and I had to buy a PC. That was hard enough convincing the wife that I had to spend a grand on a, a PC setup. Oh, yeah, no, I quit my full time job and and you know do it full time. Exactly that, mate. I mean, when when I first started, I would buy bits and she wouldn't know how much they cost. Yeah. So you know the Elgato. <laughs> Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's an expensive piece. Get any Elgato. You know, you just got the, oh, the yeah. brand on Elgato. Costs a fortune. You know, it's going to rinse your bank account. Um, I told her that cost me twenty quid <laughs> <laughs> in the closing down sale at Maplin's. <laughs> Love it. That's yeah. believable. It's believable. The it's fact it arrived in an Amazon box meant nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, we we, we kind of at, at the beginning, you know, I I could see the potential of it but you know it, it very expensive to get into and it took i think a lot a lot of people these days think that you can get into content creation bits of piece and it's successful overnight but it's sort of taken three years to even get to a stage where i'm making a little bit of money from it let alone mm-hmm. you know absolutely i i just recently in the last sort of month or so i realized just how lucky i was with i i mean i was just the sort of six months or so that i was streaming for you guys <laughs> i had three four payouts from twitch they weren't huge they were just like a hundred dollars two hundred dollars but and that was just over the space of six months. And I look back and I, I look through Twitter these days and I see streamers and content creators who have been doing this for a year, 18 months. And they're like, I've just had my very first payout. Mm. And it's, yeah. I realized just how lucky I was. Um, you know, I was how, mad. It's, Absolutely. It's crazy. Absolutely mad. In fact, I, I think my first 12 months of streaming, I, I wasn't as full time as I am now. I didn't have a single payout. And yeah. obviously the payout threshold is what, $100? And I think yeah. that's the same on Facebook and Twitch. Um, didn't earn a, I, I still remember the very first time anyone sent me any stars, and I was like, "What the hell is this? Someone's <laughs> giving me money." <laughs> I know, yeah. It's, it's it's such a weird thing to explain to people as well. Like, what do you do? Even like I go into my work now, and they were aware that I was streaming and stuff. And like, people pay you mm. to watch you play a game. <laughs> it's, like, yeah, it's such a weird concept, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's an odd one, but like obviously there's more to it, the interaction and stuff. But it is essentially people are paying to watch you play, and it's it's just such an odd alien concept to a lot of people until you're actually in that position yourself. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, congratulations. So you've you've made a big big success out of your hobby and, and writing views. I mean, it's, it's not just you streaming, is it? It's SAF as an organization has, has grown massively now. You've got- oh, it's, it's yeah. I mean, this is, when I started, and this is me being really honest here, when we, when we started SAF, um, we used to have uh, on Facebook two different Facebook Messenger group chats. We had the, the serious chat, which is about business and, um, you know, I say business. Who's been who's been a bit of an idiot on Facebook and is about to get banned from the group? That was what that yeah. chat was about. Yeah. And then we had this this banter group as well. And you know, you would talk all. I mean, some of the things in there you you'd hope would never go public. <laughs> yeah. 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 If they ever go public, like some some people are going to be into a lot of trouble <laughs> with this banter group. Um, and that that was sort of uh, for me. That was that was the beginning of it. And that was. Uh, we were all mates in there and you all got on and, you know, it'd be the first thing you'd do is put something in that chat every, every morning. You'd be, you know, talk away to you, to the lads in there for the last thing of the night. And I think one of the things I've, I've really realized as Saf has, has grown is uh, what my, my role as such has changed. It, it's gone from being one of the lads to almost like a, an owner of a business in some ways. You've got to treat it like a proper yeah, business because, course, yeah. You know, these days we're talking with numerous brands. We're doing activations. We've got sponsorships on the go. We've got 
esports players that are representing some of the biggest Premier League teams in the, you know out there. You know, we, we've had representatives of Liverpool, Man United, Chelsea, Aston Villa, all in the same season. Um, yeah. And the way the org has gone, you know, it, it's mind blowing, really. Uh, and then I, you know, people say to me, "Oh, okay, you don't chat, the, you know, you don't talk as much as you used to." And I'm like, "Well." It's because I've got about a hundred people to talk to, <laughs> so, oh, you know, all different yeah. things in different areas, and you know, I'm, I'm I'm very lucky to an extent because you know I've got a fantastic team around me. And I couldn't do uh, SAF wouldn't work without the work that actually the mods, the admins, the traders, the investors, the partnership managers, the esports managers, the coaches, the content creators. None of it works without them, um, and for that, I'm. I'm I'm ever so grateful. I always will be grateful for it because actually, you know, it's a collective unit rather than just, you know, it's not just me. People think, oh, Saf, you're, you're Saf, aren't you? And it's not. It's it's an organisation. It, it, it's one of the reasons why we've always tried to give back as much as we can to the community and bits and pieces. Because without it, you know, without the community, without the fans and the followers and the people that support us, we don't have anything. <laughs> that's, that's kind of the reality of where we are. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's... You've grown massively. I mean, you touched on on the e prem there with with players like you know Dragon representing Man United, Hammond representing Chelsea, Cameron at Villa. Um, you've you've grown. I mean, even when I I'm glad you gave the names. I hadn't a clue. <laughs> 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 um, even even when I so I stumbled across um, serious about FIFA Saf just when um, I, I I found you at Scream Ultimate Scream last FIFA FIFA twenty. Yeah, I saw it. my FIFA nineteen was my first ultimate team. Um, never played it before, and I was. I'm, I mean, I'm still not very good. I'd like to think I've improved no massively. Since then. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've improved a lot as a player since then. I like to think, but yeah. I, I found the Facebook group because I was just searching for an ultimate team community where I could get some pointers in the right direction and, and learn how to make a few coins and this that, and the other. And, and it was the first group that I came across, and obviously had such huge. Um, following in Facebook, but as far as I was aware at the time, it was just that. I didn't know about yourself and the streaming. I didn't know about the, the trading Discord. I didn't know. It was just a Facebook page as far as I was aware. So I've joined it, and then a little while later, I've been you know, introduced to the trading Discord. And things have sort of snowballed from there. But even back when I started streaming for you guys, there was just, I think there was myself, Ben, you, Adam. Oh, those Luke. are the days. <laughs> and there was, just, there was just the five of us. Yeah. And yeah. now you've got, I mean, the streamers sort of, you know, such and such has gone live. And I'm like, who is this guy? And it's just, <laughs> it's another SAF content creator. You, you know, you've got Leo, you've got Chef, Corey, um, Milky. You've got a whole whole community growing and snowballing. Um, and it, it really is, like I've said it to you before, Cal, it is a, a pleasure to see. It's really nice to see the growth of the community and that you've built. Like it's... You're making I've, me blush, yeah. mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I've, I've said it to you before. I mean, and we're, we're going to come and touch on it now. But I, I, I mean, what makes SAF different is the, is the next question that I wanted to ask you. But I feel, I think, for me, it kind of just feels like the community's org, like the the community's team, as it were. You know, there's no. You look at like Fnatic or hashtag or whatever, and they mm. they've grown massively from various different places, but. I can't go on a Twitter right now and start a conversation with Harry Hesker if I tried and he said he'd buy me a pint and it never happened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Say something about his nan at some point? I can't remember. <laughs> no, that, that wasn't me. That was Jake. That was Jake, was it? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but e- either way, you know, I, I can't... I, whereas I know if I was to go on Twitter right now and I was just, like, have a chat with, with Cameron or with uh, with Kai or someone, I know that conversation would flow and it's just, it's a nice, like I say, it's a nice thing to see. Um and for me, that personally, that's that's what makes SAF different. I don't know about what, what you feel makes SAF different, or you know, yeah, what your well, thoughts I, are on it. I think I think with with SAF, you know, it, it's it's for me, it, it, it's the fact that we're from the community. Like mm-hmm. we're not, we're not, even now, like even the, the position we're in, I, I still look at FIFA and I think, well, I'm, personally, I'm a, I'm a FIFA fan. Yeah. Um, even though the game is more frustrating, you know. I'm probably going grey as a result at the, the young age of 28. <laughs> um, <laughs> must have been bad for you guys. You lost all your hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'd really like... stressful. <laughs> That's it, exactly, mate. But, you know, with, 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 with SAF, I think what, what, what's brilliant is, you know, we've, we've come from the community. We are, you know, we are the grassroots. I mean, you look at, you look at the key people within the organisation. Yeah. 
You've got people like John Jarvis, right? He's our mm. esports manager, brilliant guy. Never worked in esports before. No, he uh, is a. He's got some sort of black belt. I think I would. I wouldn't mess with him. He'd probably fuck us up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but keen FIFA player, clearly got a knack for management and wants mm. to help these younger players come through. And as a result, he's now managing what is potentially the second or third biggest esports team in the UK. Um, yeah, yeah in FIFA, and I, th- I think what what really makes us very different to any other organisation out there is, is actually we, we like to give people opportunities if we think that they've got the potential to go on and, and succeed. Um, in, in some ways, a, a brilliant example would be the three of you guys because, you know, Gaz, I've known you for, um, what, coming up to two years this year, year and a, yeah. year and a half. Yeah. You, you started in the Discord. You then said, oh, actually, I, I quite fancy giving it a go stream. Go on then. <laughs> you know, yeah, let's see yeah, what you then decided that, you know, perhaps streaming, if life was a little bit busy, it wasn't quite the right time to be focusing so much on streaming. We went, hey, no problem at all. And, you know, we didn't try to exclude you from anything. We kept you on as a mod, you know, let you keep the name Safgaz. That's cool. There's no problem with that. And then, you know, you, the three of you came to us and said about a podcast. And, you know, I've known Josh for coming up to three years. He was the, the head, uh, he's still the head um, admin on the Facebook group. He's, he's ran that for a long time. Nicholas, uh, Nick, Makes memes and you know um, occasionally offends people. <laughs> occasionally, <laughs> only, only all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Nico is just Nico. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think you know knowing you guys and for the community, you've, you've come through the community with us. You know, we 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 we've seen you guys being active on the Facebook group. All three of you really came from the Facebook group, haven't you? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that, that's yeah. how yeah. that's how we 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 know each other, and that that's where we've come from. I don't think there's a there's no there's not another org in the world I don't think that has got I mean we've got half a million followers now across different social medias which is quite impressive but um, where three guys that have come from the community would come to us and go we've quite fancy doing a podcast and I go go on then <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, no, I, exactly. I think that, that to me makes it a little bit special that we we give and I say people opportunities people have to work it's not as if we're we're saying you once you've signed for SAF that's it you know you've made it because you really haven't that's that it's just a little it's a little stepping stone it gives you i don't know occasionally we can help out with a bit of explosion we can help out you know things like bringing in smoky to help with the editing mm-hmm. um you know there's, there's little things we can do but you know I, I think that just makes it slightly different and slightly unique because you know even like things like the discord um i'm, I'm still yet to take a single penny from the discord that uh-huh. we've got so we've got uh i think about 1100 members in there at the moment Paying anywhere even, from, even that's come from the community as well. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. That's how I found it. Again, yeah. you think back to the days when it was like Blake replying to emails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> I, I heard about the email chain. I never, never. Oh well, we had a we had a we had a website at one point where people could log into the website with their premium plan. What what we soon realised is actually we could put investment advice up there, but what people really need to learn to trade is actually it's like teaching. You need like uh, feedback. And help to answer questions. There was none of that on there. It was just like, oh, this is the advice, you know. By this take it or leave it. And it was updated yeah. three times a week. And then we found Discord. And, you know, we, we've kind of gone from there, really. But there's, again, with the, you know, even, even with the Discord side, the, the Discord side is probably the best run bit about the org right now. You know, there's no disrespect to the other people. But, um, you know, two years ago, I and Gaz, you'll probably know this. I, I was in the Discord every day. There's always some sort of issue, tension. <laughs> Problems. Was. You know, I remember arguments. I was at the centre of a couple of issues. Yeah. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> that was just down to me being so passionate about what you've built, Cal. You know, I was, I was defending. No, hundred percent. You know, they say Terry. Terry might be listening to this, bless him. And you know, Terry. And for those that don't know, Terry Chapman was one of the uh, key investors at the time of the Discord. Um, he's a very good friend of mine. I, I love the guy to bits. Terry's great. He's, he's he, love you, Terry. Terry. Yeah, yeah, we do love Terry a lot. And that he would spend 14, 16 hours a day in the Discord because he loved it so much. Um, but my God, the guy would start like a fight every week. <laughs> he could start a fight in a room with just himself, you know. He could, like just him in a mirror and he'd be away. <laughs> it was something special. But the, the thing about the, the Discord is it's so well run. But people often, they look at the Discord and go, oh, cow, you've got 1,100 members. You must be making an absolute fortune. And I'm thinking, well, you know, esports players, they... They, they, they don't play for the team for free. All the development stuff, the marketing stuff, the website costs, um, you know, anything that we pay anyone, we pay everything for all the graphics and bits and pieces. 
it all adds up and it all costs money. So I'm still yet to make a penny from SAF directly. Mm. That's the ironic thing. People think it's a big successful all, but, um, you know, one day hopefully it will be, but that will come with time. And right now we're just investing or reinvesting absolutely everything we make to try and make this bigger and bigger and bigger. So, um, you know, thankfully though, I make enough money from streaming, which isn't technically part of the company. So, yeah, there we go. Nice little loophole there. I mean, obviously, we've touched on you mentioned there, like hopefully in the future. Just what what are the plans for the future for SAF? Obviously, we've we've made some moves this last season. Um, you know, we finished last season quite strongly with Hammond in the final of the Eprem. Yeah, um, yeah. And then the start of the season, huge signings with you know <coughs> Dragon uh, Impact. Obviously, we signed Christian last year. Mm. Um, Kai uh, Kai was on fire this year until mm-hmm. the the situation surrounding him there. Which hashtag free Kai. Hashtag free Kai, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I think, I, I, you know, the core team that we've got on the esports team for next year, we're, we're going to be keeping. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we've, we've kicked on this year because last year, the highlight of last year was undoubtedly Hammond making the, the finals of the E-Premier League. Yeah. And if you if you actually watch back the, uh, the, the, the broadcast, at one point, and it, it's no fault of their own, but... Um, the commentators at the time, and I, I will point out, it's not my good friend, Brandon Smith. Um, <laughs> the commentators at the time had no idea that Hammond even had an org. Yes, they I, were... I was watching it at the time and I remember yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it was, mm. uh, what's his name, wasn't it? I can't think of his name. It wasn't Brandon. It was... Richard Buckley. That, no, was it, was it, was, no, no, it wasn't. He Buckley. didn't commentate on the. the, the no, they they were they were double booked for the day. I, I remember it well, but I forget the, the name of the commentator. Yeah. But he, he he made the point of saying this would be great for Hammond to go and find himself an org for next year. Yeah. And I'm sat there going, "Hell, we've got it." Well, <laughs> Where's he going? <laughs> Yeah, he's just celebrating like we've won the World Cup when he makes the final of the E Premier League, and they they're trying to sell him off to another org. <laughs> but you know, if, if you compare, that was the highlight of last year. Whereas this year, um, you look at things like the—I mean, we, we were unlucky in the E Clubs Championships, um, yeah. but we were for two weeks running. We were ranked as the number one team in the competition. Yeah, um, wow. just through pure form, like our players went the longest in the uh, in the in the competition without losing a game. Um, and they, you know, they, they were upsetting people. And, you know, you, you talk about SAF now within the scene and it's people recognise the name so much more than they did 12 months ago. And that's, that's Absolutely. as a result of some of the content creators we've taken on and the, the, the rate of growth that they're, they're experiencing. You know, we've got two partners now on Twitch. We've got three partners on Facebook. Um, you know, and I, I can see one or two more of the guys on Twitch hitting partner very soon as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it, it, it's driving that name forward. And what, what happens is, as we drive this forward, is we can then go to companies and we can talk about activations because the real money within esports is sponsorship. Um, yeah. And I, this is me being very, very open and honest about it. Uh, prize money and stuff is lovely, but it, you, can't, you, can't, you can't guarantee anything on the back of potential prize money. You can't build an org off the idea that you might make a little bit of prize money. What you can do is you can take what you're building, you take the analytics, and this is one of the reasons, guys, you'll probably remember this, while well, we collected the analytics yeah, as to how really many people well, yeah. watched and bits and pieces. Um, and what we've been able to build is, or show, in effect, through the, these media decks is actually how the org is growing, the impressions that we've got, the amount of people that we are reaching month on month on month, and how that is actually growing over a period of time as well. And for, you know, an organized a company outside looking to get into esports and, you know, looking to link their products to a customer base, that's kind of the route that we're going down. So we still want to be obviously community based. For us, it's all about the followers and the fans. So, you know, any deals that we do has to be, you know, it's got to be in their best interest as such. Um, but for us, the, the, the future really is, is making sure that we can, we can activate these brands you know, and these sponsorships that, that that come through. And then, you know, we can use that uh, to give back to the content creators. We can help develop them. We can give them extra funds if need be. Um, a great example at the moment is, is you know, we've got, I think with Leia and with, uh, with Ben, we've set them targets for how many subs they can hit on mm-hmm. Twitch and on Facebook. Um, and if they hit those targets, we would give them 100, 150 quid's worth of free gear. You know. Can't and, argue with that. For for us, it's not about making money off them because you know 
we're not going to make any money off them hitting that that amount of subs. But for us, it's about growing them so that in turn, as they grow, we can use their analytics and we can go sell off the back of it. You know, that's kind of how, for, for us, our model is, is, is going to work in the future. And, you know, I, I can see we're going to be in FIFA for another year at least before going into any other games. But longer term, you know, we'll ask the question, well, FIFA is restricted. EA limits who you can work with in terms of sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have to follow their guidelines. So, for example, you can't work with an energy drink provider unless oh. your name's Hashtag and you're sponsored by LucasAid or unless your entire club is called Red Bull. But, you know, there's loopholes. <laughs> Within, I've seen... What about the likes of G Fuel and Sneak and various other... You won't see them on the esports side. Right, okay. So content yeah. creators, no problem, but um, EA won't let you work with them in, in terms of the, the esports thing. Again, uh, hopefully the rules change that they open up a little bit. And mm-hmm. I, I get things to a, to, a, to a certain extent, but you know, EA are incredibly frustrating to work with. The the return on and I'm, I'm going into you know probably more depth than I should, and John's going to listen to this um, whenever it gets published. Go, oh John's my really god! Really out of panic. Get out of the popcorn. <laughs> I, I remember John yesterday saw on Twitter that you were coming on here, and he was like, "But." I'm not allowed to do podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) The last podcast I did, I say podcast I did, I did a live stream with someone of a podcast. And I managed to upset half the pro team from some of the things I said. You know, and again, pro team, if you're listening to this, uh, we love you. Uh, We're not going to upset any of you tonight. But the the pro team we have now and the pro team we had then, uh, two very different animals. I'm not going to mention any names in case... And I was like, what the fuck is he on about? <laughs> and then about 30 seconds later, it clicked. And I was like, oh, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> we can leave merchants, something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not yeah. going to mention a name, but I had, um, I want to get, I want to get a pro lesson on your stream on a game of Deal or No Deal. I don't know yeah. if you remember, but I had it with one of our pros at the time. And his, his lesson consisted of um, change your camera angle by... <laughs> a monitor, a gaming monitor, and you'll notice the difference in frame rates, uh, get better internet, and just do drag backs. Drag backs all over the pitch. <laughs> and I was like, I, I came away, and I, I sort of, that weekend league, I was like, drag backs, I'm just going to do drag backs everywhere. And I did have a, a slightly better finish that weekend. And then six or so, six months down the line or so, I had a lesson with Nero. And I was talking to Nero for an hour, hour and a half, before we even got into any gameplay. <laughs> He was just had me like share play in the in the practice arena. Oh, did he make you do that thing where you had to run down the line? No, no, he, we didn't do that. Oh. I was like, he was like, run at the keeper, show me what you're gonna do. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it was mad. But the difference, like I say, that and Nero's not even one of our, our pros. He's you know just the coach. Yeah. But the, the difference, like I say, between then and now is. Chalk and cheese, mate. Yeah, yeah it's it's, huge. it's, it's huge. you know, but that 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 all came out. I I used to think that I could manage everything, and for for me, I, I when when we first started this, I was uh, I used to like doing everything myself mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I had this fear that if I let someone else do something, it might not be good enough. Yeah. So for me, it was almost sort of you know, allowing delegation and allowing people actually just to get on with what they were doing. But with the esports team, that like the first year we signed a guy called Tonesy. Right. Who, Lovely guy from Norway. Um, yeah. Yeah. First year, I think we, we paid him like 50 quid a month, whatever it was. And <laughs> I'll be really honest with you, he was great at weekend league, but actually in events and stuff, he, 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 didn't, he didn't do much. We didn't really do much with him either because mm-hmm. um, we were too focused on, on other areas, really. I didn't really know what I was doing either. I've been really blunt about it. And then the February, March came about. I'm sort of six months in. I'm thinking, why, why on earth have we got this guy? You know, what, What's the point of having an esports team? And suddenly... A Norwegian team approached us about signing him. Right, okay. And <laughs> I, I was like, I can't believe this. Uh, what, what are the odds? Um, you know, this is a guy that I, I haven't really done much with. Uh, you know, he hasn't really done much for us either. And they, he, t- he said to me, look, I, I want to go to this club. Will you let me go um, for free? Will you release me from the contract? Because I can't do both. And I said, oh, no, no, no. You've got a contract with us. We, we can't let you go for free. But <laughs> I said to him, if you can get them to agree to give us all of the money <laughs> that we've paid you, which wasn't very much, <laughs> for the time that you've been with us, you know, and for the FIFA points, so in effect, just compensating for what we've invested in yeah. it, um, you can go, no problem at all. And, you know, I think the difference was with us, he's being paid 50 quid a month. For them, there'd have probably been you know, a full-time salary almost. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he always said to us, he said, oh, yeah, no, they're paying it. They've given me the money to pay you. I know full well 
that money came from his own back pocket. <laughs> wow. Uh, but for, from my perspective, it's one of the first documented, I, I believe, one of the first documented FIFA transfers where a pro player has gone from one team to another and, and there's been an exchange of money, which is wow. incredible. But um, we sort of I, we learned a few lessons that year. The second year, I went out and signed uh, what I thought was some good signings um, to try and you know, reinvigorate it a little bit. And at the same time, at the beginning, sort of two months in into the FIFA cycle, I then took John on, who brought Nero on into the team. And as soon as they came on board, we we sort of between the two of them and with my blessing, of course, they set up a scouting network. Mm-hmm. And it's you know within Europe, it's probably one of the better ones, particularly in the UK. But you know around Europe, it's one of the better scouting networks. So things like Kyle Hammond, um, we've got Cameron. Um, you look at the likes of Impacts and Kai. Yeah. Now, for us, it is no coincidence that they've done well this year because we saw how they were developing. They're all young players. We saw how they were developing throughout FIFA 20. We kept an eye on them for most of the year. Towards the end of the year, we went, right, you know, let's pull the trigger. We'll have a chat with them and see what's what and see if we can, you know, potentially sign them as a result. Um, and the difference between that and me, in effect, looking at weekend league results, because that's what I used to do. I used to go, oh, this guy's hit seven top 100 results. What a class player. The problem is, he might be a class player at weekend league, but on the pro scene, it's all about, well, what other pros can you beat? You know, can you consistently beat pro players? I remember um, I spoke to John. Uh, There was a few times where I'd, I I mean, obviously I spoke to you about a couple of content creators like Jake, I recommended to you and, you know, you him on. I spoke to John a few times about various pro players that I'd seen or free agents or whatnot. And I remember I was was in Ben's Discord at the time and he had a guy, I don't know if he still comes in his streams or not, but he had a guy that had that hit back to back thirty and O's. Mm. Um and he was a free agent, didn't didn't play professional FIFA at all. And I went to John and I said, This guy this guy seems alright. He's already part of the community because he's one of, you know, Ben's regulars and whatnot. Maybe have a word and give him a go. He said, Weekend League's nothing, mate. He said, Yeah, he, he's no doubt a great player, but what can he do in events? I'm not signing a player just off the back of two back-to-back 30 and O's. And I was like, yeah, yeah no, it's, all right, it's, fair point. Exactly you know, can't argue with that, mate. Exactly that. I mean, a, a, a great example. He's a, he's a lovely guy, a guy called Tuds. I signed Tuds two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still part of the team because we, we thought he had you know, potential to kick on a little bit because he was our best player last year, probably. Um, or the year before that, I guess. But uh, yeah, we signed, we signed, we signed Tuds. And I, I signed him because he was the number one player in the whole world in weekend league for the month of April. <laughs> and I thought, oh, he must be absolutely class. Now, don't get me wrong, Tuds is a brilliant, brilliant player. And I think this year in particular, he's probably been bogged down a little bit by, you know, work and other commitments, you know, real life stuff, um, should we say, which has probably affected his his results. But um, if you compare that to the the scouting that, you know, John and Nero have done, where they, they watch these players, they, they watch their gameplay, they they look at how they're performing in tournaments outside of weekend league against other pro players. Yeah. Um, they speak to other pros about pro players, if you see what I mean. So yeah, yeah you know, of course. What one of the ways we, we we like to find players is to see if they're really good. If if, a, if another pro player is ranting and raving about how good a player is, then you know you've got someone that's well, probably quality. You know, I know. For example, was it? I think it was either Stingray or Impacts that uh, Joey Sharp had a hand in. Didn't he? Yeah, he, he uh, came to you and recommended him, and was sort of like this guy. Again, that probably be between John and yeah Nero. Uh, I love I love Joey. I think Joey's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe impacts. I think him and impacts are quite close, quite yeah. close. But I got a great example. Kai, who's one of our pro players, recommended us uh, Stingray. Oh well, and, there you go. Yeah, he, he said so. I think Stingray was part of Volcano for whatever reason. He left, um, mm. and Kai said, "Look, you really need to have a look at this guy. He's quality." Um, and we went, ooh, budgets, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the old, it's a bit like having a plumber come around and say you've got a big job, you hear that sort of thing, you know, off. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're in trouble. Um, we sort of did that a little bit. We looked at we spoke to we spoke to Dan or Stingray, and he, he's 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 a, he's such a brilliant guy and he's got such a personality. Um that we thought, yeah, we've got to have him, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know. Like, like you say, it, it's it's talking to people. It's understanding the scene rather than just you know going on impulse of weekend league results. Yeah. It's been a steep learning curve, an expensive yeah, one definitely. too. <laughs> but I, you know, the, the future the future looks bright, as you say. You know, Kai, Dan, Oscar, uh, Cameron—they're all still very young. Uh, yeah, 
Exactly. I mean, you, you take out you take out Christian and uh, Dragon, who are obviously slightly older. They've been around the block a little bit on the FIFA scene, yeah. and I think we needed that a little bit as well to just say, look, we we aren't just you know there, there was a, a I think at the back end of last year, people almost saw Saf on the esports side as a little bit of a joke and not to be taken too seriously. <laughs> but I think with us signing Dragon and Christian for this year, for us it was about making a statement to say, look, you know, we are taking this series. These these are our marquee signings. Um, that have been around the block. They, they know the FIFA scene. They've always done reasonably well, uh, and you know, as, as as a result of that, um, yeah, you know, I think we were taken a little bit more seriously. So that that kind of that achieved that. And then having having the the older heads give the little bit of guidance to some of the younger guys as well, you know, in in, in big tournament situations and passing on that knowledge and bits and pieces. It's been invaluable for this year. It really, really has. But, yeah. um, you know, it, we were in, we were in April and me and John are already making plans for FIFA 22. You know, we're already chatting to people. We're already putting the feelers out there to see what's what, who can we get? You know, we, we've got an idea of the budget that we're going to have and mm-hmm. it, it's worlds apart from where we started. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, and I said before, it's, it really is um, good to see. Um, I think that's a pretty good time for a break. So we're going to have a little message from the the Discord here, and uh, we'll catch you afterwards, boys. Lovely. Join now. <laughs> this episode of the SAF Cast has been brought to you by the SAF Trading Discord. For more information, here's our friend FIFA Chef. Hey yo, what's cooking FIFA fans? FIFA Chef here. Are you sick of spending money on FIFA points? Don't worry, we got you covered. It's time to join the Serious About FIFA Premium Foot Trading Discord. At $10 a month, you'll get investment tips, custom tactics advice, and flipping methods. Not to mention, you'll be joining the best trading community in FIFA. If you want to take things to the next level, get yourself a VIP membership for only $18 a month, granting you giveaways, one-on-one advice, and interaction with our esport players and content creators. It's time to get serious about FIFA. Okay, guys, welcome back. Uh, so we're going to have a little move on to actual FIFA and less of the inner workings of SAF and the esports scene now. Uh, Ooh, grilling's over, lads. Grilling's <laughs> over. Mate. You, you've, you've, you've sweat free for now, mate. We've managed not to offend anyone so far as well, I think. So we've done all right. Um, just because I've been so quiet. <laughs> exactly. And I and guys deliberately chose not to mention that pro player's name as well. Uh, <laughs> So, five days, boys. Team of the season, community squad. What are we saying? I've I've not even done my vote yet. You know, I don't know about you. Neither have I. I've nope. done mine, but I didn't really put much thought into it. Like mine's got a Schmeichel in it, be- purely because his dad's a goat. Grandma Snacker, <laughs> because he plays for Man United. Justin, uh, what's his name? James, is it James Saint James Justin? Justin. James Justin. Ignore the Saint. Oh, could you imagine if he gets one, though? If St. Justin gets one, the poor people that have just done his SBC. (laughs) (laughs) Like, there's half a mil coins gone. Oh, what? He's got a team of the season. It's only like 200k. Oof. James Justin, Callum. James Justin, not St. Justin. Oh, I thought you said St. Justin. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting confused. Leicester right back. Um, yeah, purely because he's English and want to build an English team and he's going to be fast and great at centre-back. Um, yeah. Goldson, same reason. That Goldson card fast will be English very good. I was, I was saying this to Nico earlier on. Gold, I think, to be honest, I think Tavernier is going to get the rest of the world team. That's, that's pretty oh, yeah, much 200%. given. Mm. So people, if they have any sense, are going to put Goldson in their vote. His in-form right at the start of the game was actually very, very good. Um and I, I never used him. A juice team of the season is he'll be class. He'll be unreal. He's in my book anyway. Just for that, vote, that reason. I voted for him purely because he's English. Literally, that's the only reason. They want to build an England team. And then <laughs> to complete my defence, I've gone for Wu, the Woo. Korean guy, purely because his name's Wu. So <laughs> why the fuck not? <laughs> the interesting thing with that Wu though is um I had a quick look at him on Footbin. He's actually a left wing. Is it? So, so they'll stick him at left back there and he'll be rapid. He'll be fast. Yeah, he'll be rapid. Be exactly. He'll be he'll be decent him. Um so I think we'll maybe just have a quick run round and and uh, go through our our teams and whatnot. Josh, you kind of just mumbled yours away, but <laughs> <laughs> mumbled slurred. <laughs> yeah, Josh has been in the pub all afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. We're all very jealous. Um... <laughs> exactly, exactly. Been a long time. Ah, oh, mate, I'm missing it. I have to say, um, I really am. But yes, Brilliant. team of the season. So I've gone. Just for mainly 
FIFA reasons, really. I've not even looked at the players and their individual seasons and how they performed in real life because it doesn't matter. That's not what we're voting on. We're voting on a team that we want to use in FIFA. Exactly. For that reason, it's mostly Premier League or English. I've got one or two French players in there. I've also filled Wu in my defence. <laughs> he needs to be in there. He has to be in there, doesn't he? Um, one player I have gone for is uh, Marino in the centre mid. I don't know if you've used him, but his base card, for me, in managerial masterpiece, is an absolute goat. And we, we can't forget about his strong link to uh, Isak as well. Very important. Oh, I'm getting rid of him. He's gone. <laughs> no interest. Um, <laughs> no Shut up, Josh. Uh, so I've, I've put... David Alaber in there, just for the, the simple fact of that nice little triangle with Kibic and Davies at the back is going to be not the last buying card, yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> going to be unreal, unbelievable. Um, Goldson for the Tavernier link, Justin. I, I, I actually quite like Justin as a player in real life as well, to be honest, so he's gone in. Um, Dombele, Valverde, just the usual suspects, Antonio, Harvey Barnes, the greatest Nigerian to grace yes. the Premier League. Um, <laughs> That Valverde card could be disgusting. He's going to be so good. He's going to be like a one-man midfield, isn't he? I mean, imagine you get Valverde and Ndombele in the same team. Maybe with Zielinski as well. I mean, just end the the game there. (laughs) Ndombele is a left-back, so... (laughs) What? (laughs) So so myself and Josh played his summer heat at left-back last year. Yeah, Josh plays a... He played Marcelo... For like the whole year, the left back Marcelo, the five star, five star at Centerville or whatever it was, I and ran to the range about him. I played him everywhere apart from left back. That was just Tim the version. You know what? FIFA nineteen. I played his uh, his gold card at striker for a little bit. He was oh. fantastic. He was brilliant. Oh, but the reason I used Endumbale at left back, his summer heat version, is so I could use Mendy summer heat at centre mid, and he was fucking cracked. It was like, I don't even know how to explain it. He was on fucking, literally. He unreal. was, he was unreal. He was there, mental. To be fair. I, I did exactly the same thing. That I'm, I'm, just, I'm just happy that we're not talking about me and playing uh, players out of position. Oh, we was, we <laughs> yeah. was going to get onto that. Yeah, you we were going to get there. <laughs> Who did you have right back this, this weekend? Uh, at right back, I no, I had Bruno Perez, but I also ran Wayne Rooney at centre back. Oh, <clears> why wouldn't oh, you? Oh, wow. Why wouldn't you? Callum, so this, for the last couple of weeks, so I had I had some heat in the first week for playing Virgil Van Dijk at CDM, right? That's pretty fucked up. Well, that's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait though, because the last two weeks Nico has played Socrates at CDM, and he's also played the uh, Freeze Forgan Hazard at right back and Neymar at left back. So that's really, stacking, isn't it? <laughs> it's mental. It? Um, and and, and now it turns out that Wayne Rooney's playing centre uh, centre back. So who's uh, next? Yeah, but... Are you playing five at the back? I did this week. I did. I, I oh, tried it. No, he's admitting to being a rat. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I hold my hands up. I, I play five at the back this weekend as well. I don't think anyone's surprised by that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was gonna. I was gonna be quite nice to you there in a second, Callum. But you've thrown it away. I was gonna. Uh, sorry, mate. I was gonna yeah. segue on to congratulating Norwich for their promotion. <laughs> <laughs> and commiserating them for next season's relegation all in the same Yeah, team. it's fine. We'll see you in about 18 months. Yeah. <laughs> I played a free at the back this weekend, but I only played four games. So. <laughs> <laughs> on, on the subject of Norwich and team of the season, I did notice that you've got Oliver Skip in the fan vote there. Yes, he's, you've got to vote for Skippy. He's been phenomenal for Norwich this year. Well. To Purely be fair. Because English. I don't give a and, fuck about his club or his performance, but just because he's English. I, I, have, I have to say, and like I say it, Biting my tongue a little bit, but Norwich as a whole have been phenomenal this year. You've, you really have. You've been just a free score in. Who's paid you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but you have. You've not won everything. Every game you've played, there's been a few, couple of losses, couple of draws in there as well. Yeah, Most... I, I, there has, but I don't. I don't know if you agree with this. I, I actually think the championship is probably the weakest it's been. In a few years, in my opinion, it's, it's still a, it's an incredibly competitive league. Mm-hmm. But I look at the talent that's in the championship and bits of pieces, and I compare that to a couple of years ago, um, where things just felt a little bit tighter, and you know, 
I think uh, it just seems to be a little bit uh, like seems to be lacking a little bit of quality this year. And that's, that's no disrespect to, to Norwich at the top, you know, or you know QPR in mid table. Um, <laughs> the champion, it? Do you know what? You know what? <laughs> if you'd have said to me at the start of the season, five games left. You'll be sitting in tenth. I don't laugh. You're taking a win. I don't believe you. You just said to me you're going to take. A, you're going to take a point off of Norwich at Carrow Road. I was like, what are you on about? No chance. <laughs> yeah, I um, thought the same thing. <laughs> you know what? <clears throat> so I, I don't know if you remember, Callum, but I sent you a message uh, halfway through that game. You just gone. I, I can't remember the, the score, but I sent you a message. Said uh, 12k FIFA points as we get something out of this. Before you'd seen it, before you'd seen my message, we conceded another goal. So I quickly fired another message and I was like, my stream's delayed. Don't worry about it. Ignore it. <laughs> I, then, I just think it's brilliant you thought I'd respond within three to six weeks. I, I, I know, I know. And then, but th- then we equalised and I was like, fuck. <laughs> um, I was buzzing. I was really happy with the result that we took from you. Hopefully, we can replicate ours at the weekend. I can't see it happening. Um, Who have you got this weekend? We've got uh, Swansea on Tuesday, but we've got right. you at home on Saturday. Ooh. Well, we'll be in party mode anyway. We'll, we'll be in party mode and get so, you ready to lose everything in the Premier League. Because we're, still, <laughs> we're, we're missing Charlie Austin. Still, I'm not sure if his band's over by the time we play you. Um he got a retrospective ban for stomping on someone a couple of games ago. Uh, and Senny Dieng, our first choice keeper, got a straight red yesterday. <laughs> so the, the problem you've got in QPR, really, I mean, I'm looking at the table right now, you, there's not a lot to play for anymore, is there? Because the playoffs there's is nothing. out of reach. Yeah, there's absolutely nothing. We need. I think we need to recoup 12 points in five games. It's, just not, it's not happening. Yeah, it's not happening. Not when we've, we've still got to play Swansea, yeah. we've got to play you. We've got There's only four games left. I don't know how you're going to do that in five games. Well, exactly, exactly, you know. <laughs> there's, there's a couple of results that I've forgotten. I've put to the back of my mind. 3-1 hiding off of Rotherham the other night. I'll just push that away. Rotherham. Um, oh, yeah. That, was yeah that wasn't wasn't good at all. Um, all in all, though, I'm, I'm quite happy the way our season's gone. I have to say, we've got the, the buildings of a very nice team. We need to keep hold of some of our loan players that we've brought in. Um. But I think we've. I'm I'm quite happy with the way we've performed this year. It's not been pretty. It's not been, you know, easy. If you think that we only won four of our first twenty-two games, Fuck yeah, me. and went out in mid, sitting mid-table, you know, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Josh life. is talking to his wife there or. Uh... <laughs> life of a QPR fan. Yeah. Oh, I know, mate. It's it's stress. You wonder why I'm bald. <laughs> you're 31. You know? I'm just happy that you keep supporting such a shit team, so I don't have to feel embarrassed about yes. the team I support. Quick question, Jazz, are you only 31? I, I'm only 31. I'll be 32 31. in the summer. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that's a tough paper round, isn't it? <laughs> Damn, that must have been like mountainous or Baltic conditions. Uh, yeah, it was. It wasn't easy. Like I can tell you that. Um, <laughs> I was having an extra 10 years on. <laughs> you know what? You're, you're not the only person that said that. I was working the other week. One of the lads, one of my clients. Oh, I wasn't joking, mate. No, well, here's the thing. I, uh, I, we were sat there talking about age and whatnot, and he's he's 36. And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm 36 this summer. And I was like, oh, yeah. What did you say? What, you doing? what did you do for your 40th? <laughs> <laughs> well, I said to him, I said, no, I'll, I'll, I'll be 32 in, in a couple of months. And he looked at me and went, 32? <laughs> I was like, yeah, thirty-two. I thought you're older. Just like proper deadpan, no fucks given. <laughs> I get it. I get it a lot. Believe me, I do. Um, it's because I've got such a sensible head on my shoulders. You see. <laughs> I, don't know I think you mean the word you're looking for is weathered. Yeah, yeah. Well... <laughs> uh, while we're on the subject of of real life football, we can't keep picking Norwich up the whole time. What are we all saying about this European Super League? Oh, I actually, oh. I, I actually want to talk about this. This is. It's not happening. I think it's happening. It's not happening. I think it's happening, no, it's and not. it's something that I want as well. I think I'm like one of the few you people who few. really, I really wanted. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean. Yeah, you've got to Josh keep in mind. He's sitting there so adamant that it's not happening because he's a Man United fan and he doesn't want to deal with the, <laughs> the fallout. No, it's, it's, got, it's got nothing yeah. to do with that. Like, this has been talked about 
and like rumored for years and years and years, probably like at least the last twenty years. Yeah, something like that. It's, it's been... not happening. It will so, never happen. What, what I'm keen to understand, then, Nika, why do you think it's a good idea? Yeah, uh, well, you. Uh... For the first thing, you got to keep in mind that I don't support any of these clubs. Uh, I don't care about the leagues at all. So what it is for me, it would be good football. The Champions uh, League. Yeah, but it, yeah, but it would be more uh, m- bigger games more often. It so, wouldn't uh, be Champions League because at least with the Champions League, you've got something to play for. There's no relegation from this Super League. I know, I know, I know, so, I know. You, 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 is the really like the only thing to play for is the, the title, but you get halfway through the season, and that title is well out of sight. And I'm sorry, but you're gonna not you're gonna stop bothering because no you know disrespect. that you're gonna be in the same competition next year. You're not you're not fighting for your place, and you know you're not a West Brom or a, a Fulham fighting for your place in the Premier League. No, you're yeah, I can, I, I can definitely see that about money. It's never gonna happen. So, but if you yeah, if you can. If you come to me and say uh, you can pick between these two games, uh, United against Barcelona or United against what do I know? Uh, Apoel. What's the difference? United. No, I, I want to see United Barcelona. Barcelona versus United is Barcelona versus United, and United versus Apoel. United over Barcelona. Apoel over United. There's no difference. <laughs> if, if Barcelona played Man United, we'd get bummed. Nico, do you like, think? If Man United played Applewell, Applewell would probably get bummed. <laughs> <laughs> Nico, do you not think that the, these big games like United Barcelona or your PSG um, Liverpool or whatever, these, these big games, do you not think they're made more special by the fact that they actually are really only once or twice a season? Like the the oil classico coming up, shall we say? PSG City. That's not a game that we see a lot. We don't see Neymar up against Carl Walker every week. Do you not think that's it's quite special the way it is? And following on from what Gaz just said, a quote from Sky Sports says the English clubs involved are Liverpool, Manchester United, Arsenal, Chelsea, Man City, and Tottenham. Arsenal. Yeah. Are a mid-table club. Arsenal are basically leads. Chelsea mm. are Chelsea. They're not a big club. The only big (laughs) club. Long story short, the only big club realistically right now is Man City. Yeah, but still, no, no. How does that make it any different to the Champions League? I mean, it. Uh, 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 now, it, it would still be like the Champions League, at least um, in my point of view. Uh, so I, I would just see it as more good games. Uh, the best players in the world against the best players in the world. But you can have like good games like in the earlier. Premier League. Arsenal How... versus Sheffield United can produce... Look at Le- Liverpool-Leeds at the start of the season. <laughs> it was yeah. a fantastic game to watch. Leeds are a great <clears throat> team to watch right now. So are Aston Villa. It's all about money. It is about money. Look, of I, course, I, it's about I think money. I think my. I mean, I'm I'm very much against this, and um, I sort of set out my arguments here. But um, I, I, you look at something like the World Cup, for example. The World Cup is special because it brings all of the best players together. Exactly. But it happens once every four years. Exactly. Yeah, playing, yeah. Playing, I, playing and... the same team week in week okay. out would be a little bit like every now and again you get a really good song come onto the radio, don't you? And you might overplay it. And as soon as you start overplaying it, you actually get a little bit bored of it. Um, and I, I think by having these fixtures being overplayed, it takes yeah. away from what, what is so special about the Champions League. Neat. But I also think it's twofold. So from the fans of Man United and these the, the bigger teams, so to put it, um, for them to play the same games week in, week out, it's probably going to get a little bit boring, a little bit dull. But it would also be, it'd probably be an even bigger tragedy for the other teams that remain in the leagues, because you, you know what? When Norwich go to play Manchester United at Old Trafford, yeah. or they go and play Man City or Liverpool, like for teams like that within the league or within the FA Cup or within the League Cup, whatever, for the smaller teams within the league, for their fans, that is a big event. Mm-hmm. They get to see some of the world's best players playing against their team. Absolutely. And from, from that perspective, it's a two-way oh. exchange. It makes it special for the away fans as well. I I remember um, going up to, I think it was Old Trafford at the time, 
as a Norwich fan, uh, probably about a decade ago now, we lost 2 0. We won. I mean, I think we got relegated that year. Surprise, surprise. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we lost. We lost two nil. But I remember. I remember watching Rooney. You know, Wayne Rooney representing Man United. And I, I was sat there as a, 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 a sort of a teenager, thinking, "This is amazing." I'm watching Wayne Rooney at Old Trafford. You know, there's Alex Ferguson there. This is how many years ago it was now. There's Alex Ferguson. Um, you know, and I'm watching my team play. Against one of the biggest teams in the world, and I Absolutely. think exactly. as soon as you stop that, it's going to be yeah, it's it's a real tragedy. Yes, it's about money. I get that, and you know, I don't think that football should be demonetized. I think you know the, the sport should continue to grow, and oh, yeah, hopefully that money filters through to the grassroots. But you know, you're taking away from the fans, and that's that's the biggest no for me. And and not even that, but on on the back of that, taking away from you know the fans of small clubs like Norwich. Um, <laughs> Sheffield QPR going to places like going to places like Old Trafford and I mean I as a QPR fan I remember going to United and watching Rooney Di Maria Falcao uh, Van Persie you know big big players but I love how you said not, <laughs> but even but even take that out of the out of perspective Man United fans Josh how often are you going to be able to do Bayern Munich away yeah exactly yeah. how often are you going to be able to do PSG away it's, you, you just can't. It's I'm not like... going to be, and that's you're taking that away from the fans as well. <clears throat> we say about you know smaller club fans wanting to go to Old Trafford and see Rooney playing, and we take that away from. But you actually take Man United fans might want to go and watch Lewandowski play, mm. but they're not going to be able to do it because Bayern Munich away is a whole different kettle of fish to Liverpool away. Yeah, and, and at, at the end of the day, we, we the people that pay for this at the end of the day is, is the fans, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, they're talking yeah. about generating yeah, extra cool. revenues and money, but what really boils down to is these these TV rights. It's not they're not free. It, it's not as if like the average person is getting extra football for free or better quality football for free. There's a no. price that comes with that, and it, it's down to the, the the fans. And again, some fans will be priced out of a European Super League, whether that's on TV or as, as you've quite rightly said, guys, whether that's travelling to these away grounds. I've I've got to say this, my. Uh... When this first started getting talked about, like Josh said, about a hundred years ago, uh, I was against it. Uh, but I think it was the fact when uh, UEFA uh, started that new, or they are about to start their new uh, second division Europa League. I think that's that is when it changed for me, because they have made it so hard for uh, teams from smaller leagues uh, to get into these. Through like Champions League, and now it's even harder and harder and harder. So no, I don't really that. care. Celtic and Rangers played in the Europa this League. Isn't this isn't <laughs> <laughs> this isn't nothing to do about smaller leagues. This is about big teams earning the most money and not giving a shit about smaller teams. Like yeah. it's never yeah. it's never going to happen. But if by some miracle this happens, this would essentially turn the English league into the Scottish league. <laughs> take away all those be. English clubs. You would just have two mediocre English teams that would all of roost, like for argument's sake, let's just say Leicester and Southampton, purely for argument's sake. They well, would, they would, Southampton. <laughs> <laughs> they would become like the Celtic and Rangers of the Scottish yeah, League. Of course. One, one of the and like, I like, like I said at the start, this argument has been going on for 20 years. Is it going to happen? Will it happen? Won't, will, won't, will. Right yeah. now, let's face it, Man United is shit. I wouldn't. They are. How much has he drank? Is it even back when, like, twenty years ago, when Man United ruled the world? I didn't want it to happen then, because it would just be, it would become like Callum mentioned earlier, boring, repetitive, same team week in, week out. It's all about money. It is not good for football. It should not happen. Out of curiosity, Nico, you're an AIK fan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got this kit that Nico really wants. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <I> off! <laughs> but if I said, if I said to you, Nico, that this this European Super League, right? Yeah. Aik, at least at least the way things stand at the moment, if Aik have a good enough team, they can compete on the world's biggest stage, the Champions League for club football, <laughs> right? If they have a good enough team. Yeah, sure. With this new European Super League, that will never happen. 
I'm scared. It doesn't like, matter no. what sort of investment your club gets, what sort of team they build. They could have the best youth team, you know, squad come out ever. You would mm. never get to see your team play the biggest teams in the world. And I think as, as a fan answer. of your club, you know, AIK, that would surely, from your perspective, that would be a real shame. This is exactly what I was just about to say. One of the things I love the most about the Premier League is the fact that it attracts the biggest players in the world. If you look at Erling Haaland right now, for example, the, the chat is, where where's he going? Where's he going next? And there are three, three four <laughs> Premier League clubs in the mix. City are in the mix. Liverpool are being rumoured. Chelsea, for some reason, are being rumoured. Uh, Man United are up there as well. If, if they break off and form this Super League, the, the, nobody will want to come to the Premier League because they will want to play in that elite league. You'll not be able to go as a Southampton and you won't be able to go, I really like that lad at Dortmund. I'm, I'm going to stick a bid in for him because he'll play. Mm. Yeah. Why would I do that? I I'm play sorry, but it's not Mbappe. happening. It's just yeah. not happening. It's, it's, the, it's, fact, it's, the fact Arsenal are included in it, like no district club, it's just not happening. Yeah, but if you look at some of the teams that have played in the Premier League, the smaller teams, we had Blackpool in the Premier League for two years, Huddersfield. <laughs> you know, these are these these are these are teams where their fans have dreamed about playing on the biggest stage probably for years and years yeah, and years, exactly. and they got the opportunity to do that. If you if you take the biggest teams away, it affects the Premier League. It affects those fans that have always dreamed of being on the biggest stage because they will never get access to it anymore. Spot yeah. yeah, and I couldn't agree. But th- that's the case for me. I don't care about the Premier League. It does. It really doesn't matter. I don't care about La Liga or Serie A or Bundesliga. Yeah, they don't care, matter. You care about AIK. You're you Swedish. Yeah. Callum, you will never see the AIK play in the Champions League if this happens. It's and it's, I wouldn't either way. That's the thing. You don't know you that. Don't know that. Blackpool you fans never thought they'd make the top, did they? You know, they didn't. <laughs> Leicester never thought they'd win the Premier League. So, Nico, you know, fans have to based have on your argument, about. let's just say it came to a vote. Surely, based on your argument, you shouldn't be allowed to vote. It should be fans of each club in each nation of the leagues that were impacted, not AIK. Yeah, that, absolutely. It's not. I would happen. be all for a fan vote. That would it's be the not, most fair way to do it. It's not going to happen. Never going to happen. If, we'll they, if there was a fan vote, what do you think? Uh, it'd be overwhelmingly no, wouldn't it? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and, you know, what, I think the, the sad reality really is, at the end of the day, fo- football was set up by fans and, you know, the football clubs have been developed by the fans. Without the fans, football clubs have nothing. So yeah. if the fans overwhelmingly say, we don't really want this, why are we even looking at it? It's purely because of money. And that's, yeah. that's, that's just sad. Mm-hmm. That, that's actually something that I'm really happy we have in our league because every team needs to be owned um, by the supporters. I think yeah. the, that's the best thing we have. But it's, that's it's, the reason. It's the same thing with the Bundesliga, isn't yeah, it? The yeah, Bundesliga, I think they've got to have 51%, which then, is why Bayern Munich can't take part in this. I'll be yeah, the other way around that. Yeah. Bloody ridiculous. Yeah, bloody Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We'll have to Red Bull finding another loophole. What are the odds? Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I, I actually think that uh, the Prem and all the other leagues should implement that system as well because it, it's so good. It brings you so much closer to never the league happen. and to never, the clubs. Never going to happen. Of course it's not going to happen, but it should. It might, it might happen in other leagues, but it will never happen in the Prem. No, it won't. It won't. Not now. Never. If you wanted that in the Prem, go back 20, 30 years ago, like early 90s. If, if, if you wanted it in the Prem, you need to go back to before Roman Abramovich bought out Chelsea. Well, yeah, exactly. Every, yeah. Once that deal happened, that was the end of any sort of fan-owned Premier League club aspirations. It was it was never going to happen after that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, Before that, it was like two big clubs that were <clears> naturally <throat> big in Man United and Arsenal. And then as soon as Abramovich came in, it just went downhill. Oh, I say downhill. Like, progressively just got worse. I think what he's trying to say is Man United didn't win as much. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it's it's genuinely not even that. Like, football went downhill since then. And it's progressively got worse. Especially in the last, like, five years. So, Yeah, I I actually agree with you because... All of not VAR specifically, but like the people who use VAR, like VAR is not an issue. The people who 
looking VAR screens are the issue. I, I still, it still boggles my mind that the referee doesn't look at the screen. But they do. They do. Not, not in the Prem, they don't. Yes, they do. I've never seen a Premier League referee oh, go to the to the edge of the pitch and look Mate, at the screen. Mate, you're a QPR fan. You don't watch Premier League games. <laughs> <laughs> QPR can't even afford VAR. We haven't Shots got it in the championship. It's fine. But no, but no, seriously, jokes aside, like, did you all see the McTominay incident last week? Yeah. I say that, yes, yep. I'm a Man United fan. But I say that because it's most recent and it's the most stupid. There well, is no I, I chance think... in hell that is a foul. Man well, look at today, scored. for example. Man United scored from it. The referee went to look at the screen and was like, yeah, it's a foul. No, it wasn't. <laughs> what happened today? <laughs> I haven't seen anything today. Um, Arsenal had an absolutely ridiculous offside call today. Yeah, if you're it full was... of if you're full of van, you're absolutely gutted. Yeah, but again, yeah, was... that's not off. That's not VAR. That is the people that use VAR, VAR, and the rules. Yeah. If you look that, at the offside, that, that could be the difference between them staying up and going yeah, down. Yeah, that's yeah, the shocking yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I agree. I agree. Absolutely. I'm not saying it's right, but if you look at the offside rule, the decision was correct. And I'm not saying it's the right thing. It, it's absolutely not the right thing. Let me just go get my wife to explain the VAR, uh, the offside rule to me. It's absolutely wrong. But again, it's not VAR that's the issue. It's the people looking at the screens and the rules that's the issue. Correct. And I think that feels like a good time to wrap up, guys. Um, it's been a pleasure, as always. Callum, thank you very much for joining us. Cheers, um, mate. It's been fun. Where where can we find you? Where can our listeners find you, Cal? Uh, you can find us on Twitter on SBC Tips. Um, I tend to respond to DMs every sort of three to six months. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on Facebook under Serious About FIFA. Uh, we've got an Instagram as well, but I don't, I don't answer the, uh, the the messages on there. But uh, no one does. No, no, exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's, just, it's just too many DMs. That's the problem. I, I actually <laughs> I looked at my Instagram for the first time today in months. Um, right. I haven't touched it in ages and I was just sort of I popped up for some reason and I had a message request and it was from a guy just played you a managerial masterpiece you're such a tryhard I only needed one goal with an English player <laughs> <laughs> oh guys I was like oh alright then <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm feeling sorry for him I know I know. really tryhard <laughs> uh, if he'd have just messaged me and asked I'd have probably give it to him yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Callum, it's been an absolute pleasure, mate. Thank you for joining uh, us. Cheers, Ralph. Josh, it's been fun as always. Um, cheers, guys. Goodbye. Cheers, Have a nice Thank you. Bye.